whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. song sounds terrible. Doesn't sound like the quality of it. Doesn't sound, I'm doing this on the air, you know, um, so sounds weird. I'm only getting one ear, so I, I can't give you a judgment. Well, you're a half-wit. You only need one ear. That's fair. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Well, then play something else. That don't sound good either. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like something's a flutter with our thing. We got a thing going on our thing. We got a flutter in our thing. Oh, that's no good either. No, no, no. Cut it off. Uh, he's not here, but let's try this. No, there's something wrong. It's like it's just, we, we need a tune-up. I mean, we got to put some oil in the computer here. <laughs> Maybe we could borrow some from Mark. Yeah, I don't know. His his machine's well-oiled. Ours is not. <laughs> oh, Mark Lawrence, the well-oiled <laughs> yeah, machine. Yeah. Yeah. And we had good fun on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot. Steve Karp's with us today. They're over taking physicals and all that stuff. Kelly McCrimmon will be out there later today. Get these guys on the ice. Oh, wait, that sounds terrible. Enough. Done. <laughs> fix that. It's not good. Uh, troubleshoot this stuff on the air. Maybe it's Steve Carp. Is it you? Or can we blame you? You can blame me all you want. All right, we'll sure. blame you. That just didn't sound good. It sounded like uh thing needs a tune-up, a reboot or something. Maybe I'm going to kiss to death. No. Jinx. Jumper cables? You ever bring in jumper cables? And- well, we get the, the paddles. They're t- clear. <laughs> <laughs> we need one of those deals. All right. Here we go. There's a lot of cool stuff, news and notes around the league. Mm. Vegas Hockey Hotline. We are it's, – it's a pleasant relief that they're back on the ice. We had the kitty core and all that stuff. Signings around the league. We got through the summer months. You know, there's always something. But this is like – you know – like our daily routine, how much fun it is talking football, where there's, there's just a thousand things to talk about. This is cool. I mean, we're, we get these guys on the ice, right? I mean, it makes our life a lot more fun, a lot more. And, and we had some, and we had some signings. Uh, yeah, we'll get overnight. into those. We'll get into those. Steve Carps here from Vegas Hockey Now. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're writing. Every right, day. Covering the Couple Golden times a day. So you're all over the joint now. You're oh, yeah. A lot of Golden Knights coverage. You'll be over with Feels Kelly. good again. Kelly McCrimmon going to be out there today. Four o'clock at City National. What are the issues <clears throat> coming in here for these guys? I think the first one is we need to find out if this team is fully vaccinated. Or there are going to be problems with a couple of individuals. All right. The Islanders announced yesterday, Lamarillo told the media... The team is 100% vaccinated. John Davidson, Zach Ronaldo, Zach Ronaldo can't go to camp. Welcome to camp. All right. You saw what happened with Rocky Thompson, San Jose. All right. 
it is going to be hovering over this league like a dark cloud already. Well, Forget October 12th. Well, the leagues, they say the league is 98% vaccinated. That's all well and Does good. It but st- it okay, so you're, you're going to ask, and it only takes one guy what? To trigger a problem. Look what happened in Vancouver. Look what happened in Dallas. Okay. Steve, vaccinated guys are getting breakthrough cases. I, that's, that, that's, I, the, that's the whole thing. I mean, you well, know. that's the, the issue, I guess. All right. Now, if if would you not be led to believe the way the league is going and what Columbus did and what's going on? If you're not on the ice or you're not listed on the training camp roster, then they're not. I mean, I guess you can get it confirmed. One would think. Well, there, I can't imagine two guys on the Golden Knights training camp roster. Okay, yeah. So that would indicate to me that everyone is likely already vaccinated. All right, but you don't know for sure. That's fine. So somebody, it'll be me. It'll be. Dave Shane, it'll be Justin Emerson, Jesse Granger, Ken. Somebody's going to ask McCrimmon, is this team fully vaccinated or not? And if not, why not? And it'll be up to McCrimmon to answer it. To me, that is the first thing, all right? Then we can get into stuff like, is Steve Stop still running the power play for Pete DeBoer? Or Please did no. He, or did he move it to Ryan Craig's Ballywick? Or is DeBoer himself taking over the strategy on the power play? And if so, who's running this power play? All right, They brought Dadunov in from Ottawa. Forget his numbers in Ottawa last year. Dadunov in Florida. On the power, on the power play, he's the in sport. the high slot. He is good. Well, he's in the high slot. He, he, he gives go, you a weapon. He goes where, well, it, it's not like he's living in the paint. But he gives them an option in the high slot. In Vegas, everything was on the periphery last year. Right. And and the other part of the power play equation for this team is a healthy Max Pacioretty at the hashes or the top of the circle. With that shot of his, he should be able to generate something for uh, their power play. All right? So that's an issue. And then, of course, you've got where's Nolan Patrick going to play now that he's signed? Do you give him a shot with Stone and Pacioretty? I would during yeah. the preseason. Yep, absolutely. Are you going to play with Yan Mark and Dadanov on the third line? Does he drop to the fourth line yeah, and but, play with Colasar and, and Carrier? Or is that Nick Waugh's spot? Uh, don't waste your time on that question. Go ahead, ask me the question. I'm Kelly McCrimmon. Go ahead, ask me that question. What's the team's plans for Nolan Patrick? Kelly? We'll see, we'll see what happens in camp. <laughs> they're not going to... They're not going to... Sit there and, and he's it's more of a DeBoer question. He's gonna, but well, that's what I was gonna say. That's the coach's call. That's his. Right. So you know. So, but, but no. It's, for it's, our purposes here, is sure. to discuss some storylines for training camp, which I I had five of them yesterday in my VegasHockeyNow.com piece on the Golden Knights. Where does Nolan Patrick fit in? So I think it's I think worth you, discussing. I think you get the and, you got the. Uh, Kolazar. He's healthy, by the way. Kolazar, uh, not Kolazar. Uh, Korzak, Coughlin. You know, I mean, I, I think Korzak is a real shot. I do too. He played well in the in the rookie tournament in in Arizona. Well, he better have. And Peter DeBellatore also played very well, by the way, defensively, as did Zach Hayes. So the Knights actually in that little tournament. Where they went one and two, they played really well Monday against LA. But 
is there that a, tournament allowed them to take a good look at some people sure. and get a, a leg up on training camp here? Well, who's the Keegan Colasar? Like last year, Keegan Colasar was Keegan Colasar made the team. Really, that happened, and then great, you know. I think it was a very pleasant surprise. The guy could have probably could have scored 15 goals. He had a boatload of chances. But the role he filled, he did it oh, yeah. well. They knew they put exposed him to waivers. They'd have lost him. But, like, right. there wasn't one person, I don't, no one in this room, and I don't think the 2% of the population in Vegas saw Keegan Colasar making the opening night roster last year. Who's that guy this year? Is there a guy this year? Korzak could be that person. Jack Dugan could be that person. Yeah. I'm going to be very curious to see what kind of opportunities he's given in the preseason games, which starts Sunday. Can you believe this? They're playing hockey games Sunday. I love the NHL. San Jose it's like, let's go. Let's at start. So yeah. you're going to have the Raiders play Miami at 1 o'clock or 125, whatever it is. And everybody, there's 65,000 people there at Allegiant Stadium. And then you got another 18,000 who are going to show up to T Mobile. For a preseason game with San Jose. By the way, what about the speaking seven, of San Jose? Wait, hold on a second. Oh, let's okay. not, don't go by that. And there's 70,000 people at the Speedway. But at least that's up in North Vegas. It's not down the street from oh. each other. Well, what is this? You're, you're giving I, us your I'm, parking I'm just, routine? Or? I'm just, well, for is me, it's see? not a problem. I, I go the back way into T Mobile all the time on Frank Sinatra. And park in the Aria garage and walk across the street up in the building. Yeah, there's always an I'm talking about for the regular fans who have tickets and you know have to go a certain way to get into the building. I'm just saying it's going to be kind of congested there on that corner of Trop and Las Vegas Boulevard Sunday afternoon. By the way, I was watching flipping around the dollar. Same Chris Matthews on Channel Eight did the same thing. He's he's got the get the Speedway. Uh, you got the Aviators playing. Uh, there's, I think, a lights game. You got the Raiders. You got the Golden Knights. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just look. It's nuts. By the way, Chris Matthews from Channel 8 is going to come over to the Superbook tomorrow for Vegas Hockey Outline. So we look forward to that. Chris, well, a great good. guy. He's right down the street over at Channel 8. So that's an easy commute for Chris. Yeah, I, I, I set the whole thing up so it would be convenient for him. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, a lot, lot better than if I showed up tomorrow, coming hey, right from the scrimmage. Hey, if I'm doing a show in Utah, I'm calling you. <laughs> right? If I'm doing a show. <laughs> Actually, you should call Chris Matthews. He went to the University of Utah. <laughs> he did. He's a Ute. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. So, so what those, do you want to see? What was the big thing for you? For, I'm, I'm interested in this Corsac deal. In, in regards to, if he's... If he makes the team, are you shuttling him and Hag? You you don't want him just sitting, right? Right. You don't want him to be the seventh guy and sitting every you night. You saw that in the playoffs last year with Hag sitting in the press box. So, yeah, you know it could be Korzak and or Coughlin. Or, or I was just going to remember say- it's a twenty-three man roster, Stevie. Right. One of which will be a goaltender, so it'll be right. probably Dylan Ferguson. Right. I'm assuming. So, so I, you're I, really talking two spots. So one co- of them's going to probably be a forward. One's going to probably be co- correct. Defenseman. Correct. So I I don't I don't want Korzak up here if he's sitting every night. I, so either let him play at Henderson or at it, least it, shut it, him. That's in. a fair fair debate, and it's 
what's the right one? And that's play, build your confidence, you know, really play well at the HL level, and and that playing time will get you out of the starting gate when your NHL career starts. There's also something to be said for getting a decent amount of work, like not sitting like you're like not like a Brad Hunt. You don't so you don't want to do you don't want to do a, a Brad Hunt or a Holden thing to a kid like that Correct. where he's out right. for ten days. But if he's there, and even if he's only paying thirteen minutes a night or whatever, but him being around a Petrangelo and a Theodore and a Martinez, that's part of development too. Is learning the ropes and learning how to be a pro. And you could you can make the case your your points well taken. You know, playing a lot of minutes and. And developing on the ice, but if he's ready, ready, and and you can count on him to play, what he would gain by being around those guys is of value too. And if you look at the Golden Knights, we talk about the structure of this team. This is not a young hockey team, but on the blue line, this team's in pretty good shape. I mean, okay, you got the Petrangelo thing. You're riding for a while. Uh, you get three more years of Martinez, Theodore's, you know. Heading into his prime, not even there yet. McNabb, as steady as you get, you need a guy like that. He's 30. Hagen White Cloud, I think you got a good young pair for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now you throw, you know, Korzak is a realistic guy possibly coming into this rotation. And, Coughlin. and Coughlin. On the blue line, yeah, no, Vegas is in a good spot. They are. And, and that's why. If there's going to be a roster spot, it's going to be in one of the forward lines, the third or fourth line, all right? Because you got Brett Howland. That, that, that's you know, the guy. You got Wah, you got... You, you stole me, because I was going to say, he's the wild card. He is a wild card. The, the Howden guy. Well, wait a minute. You, you went and you did that. And the one thing about McCrimmon and McPhee, and you have to get both of them, say both of them in this regard, is they are really good with the Carpenters and the Stevensons of the world. Mm-hmm. A guy like a guy like a Howden, those are the moves that have worked mightily. And so I want to see what this guy's bringing to the table because I think they, you know, I mean, he's another like Nick Waugh, another that yeah. kind of thing. Howden's interesting. He is. He is. And I'll tell you, I'm going to throw one other name out. All right? Patrick Brown, I think DeBoer likes him. I, I think like DeBoer him. trusts him. And I think you might see him really compete well to try and make this team out of camp. If not, he goes back to Henderson. He can be the captain again. But Patrick Brown, is a lot to like about his game. Yeah. He's gritty. He's versatile. You can put him with anybody. He's good in the circle. He's good defensively at his own end. Mm -hmm. I I remember, I think he did have a gaffe. Was it in the Montreal series or the Colorado series where he he lost? He was against Colorado. He lost a puck. It almost resulted in a goal. But by and large, he's pretty reliable in his own end. He is. No, I, I like him in, in that he's a fourth liner. And you love him, yeah, Steve. yeah. Who, 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 You've always liked him. Is he a one way or a two way deal? Because he makes seven fifty for two more years. He's twenty nine. I think it's a one way. I, I, I don't hold me to this, but yeah. but you know he's 
He's he's he's really good he at could be in the at, mix here. At attacking the blue paint, which which VGK needs guys to do that, yeah. and also really good in the dot. Steve, he wins a lot of faceoffs. You know, they they did improve as a team overall last year mm-hmm. on faceoffs. I know Ken always kind of poo poos at you and I, and Ken always had this kind of little running gag, Brian, about faceoffs. It's not a gag; it's a thing. Well. There's nothing funny about it. Face-offs I, matter. I, I agree with you. I've said all along when I was writing for Sinbin, and I would always preach how important winning face-offs is because if you have possession, how's the other team going to You spend the whole damn night chasing the little black thing. Why not start with it? Well. Instead of chasing it, why not have it? There you go. So, but Ryan Craig last year, the assistant coach, who DeBoer kept after Gallant was let go, and they let go of Mike Kelly. DeBoer had Ryan Craig work with the centers. He would work with Carlson, with Nosek, with Stevenson. Wah. They got better as a team yeah. in the circle. And I'm not talking just defensively. In Carlson, their own Carlson got a lot better. Yeah. yeah. And, and Nick Wah was pretty good to begin with, and he got better. And Stevenson was good already, and he got better. So that attention to detail that DeBoer has brought with him from San Jose to this job, and they're much better defensively, yeah. top to bottom. You know, you look up and down the lineup, even a guy like Marcheseau, who tried to get better defensively under Gallant, is better defensively playing for DeBoer. So that's something also to keep an eye on. Okay. As this battle for these center spots with Howden, with Patrick, with Wah, Stevenson, you know, Carlson, you know, his spot on the surface appears guaranteed playing with Marcus Owen Smith on that misfit line. But I'll tell you what, if he's slow out of the gate, you watch. I would they'll, move they'll guys move around him down anyway. and move somebody else in and play with those guys. Not, not just in the preseason, Steve, but in, in this division, I don't think the Knights have to worry about making the playoffs. Try, try different guys on different lines, even in the regular season, just to see who, who plays well with who. You, right? you like to have continuity, Stevie. Once well, but, the, but maybe once you can find real. continuity once by the, trying. Uh, once the real stuff starts on October 12th. Okay? But you also, like you say, you may have to do it out of necessity because if a guy gets hurt, well, we've you're, already you're got tuck missing. Around. Well, but they knew that going in. I know, but so... So they uh, can at least but again, be ready for that in training camp. Try some Whether it's Krebs or, or Dugan... Or, or someone else, they'll have, somebody's going to have a shot, Yanmark or Dadunov, somebody's going to have a chance to play in that third line regular uh, minutes. You okay, by and the prepare way. yourself for the trade deadline deal as well. Well, that's uh, not till February. I know. February's but, a long ways off. But again, you've never struck me as this quick on the uptake, but you've read my mind three times, and it's a short read. Where's right. the hat? I'm yeah, I, hat I know. Trick. Here, I was just going to ask about two guys in particular, and may, this maybe is the thing. For Kelly McCrimmon, I, I cannot make it today. But what do you do with? We've talked about Riley Smith. He's a UFA, all right. But what's the master plan there? Now, you know, I think Riley Smith would be an after the season kind of thing. If he stays, we're going for it. And you say, hey, we hope he'll stay. He wants to stay, and they kind of, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. What about Yanmark? Yanmark's making two million, and he's a UFA after this year. Now, right. there's a guy 
what if Vegas gave up what for him? A second? Did they give up a second for him? I'll figure it out. But what do you do? What I didn't do, think it was that high. What do you do? What do you do with Yamark? He's a, he's a UFA at the end of the year. I think you is, is he a guy conceivably you extend in the not too distant future? I like think, now? I think in his case, you wait and see how he's producing because they've got guys in the system, and I'm thinking like Dugan here. As as that somebody or Elvinez, who we haven't even mentioned, Lucas Elvinez. Yeah. You know, this is kind of maybe his make or break times. You know, five years now in the organization. Mm-hmm. All right, they got to get him going. Plus, you know, you got guys like Brendan Brisson, who are, you know, still in college. You've got um, the kid of Russia, who they picked three years ago. Okay, so. They've got guys in in the system or or not in the system, if you get my drift. Yeah. Okay, that at some point they are going to sign their entry-level deals with Vegas. And you got to see. You know, another guy who I thought played well was Zach Dean right. in Arizona. Now, I don't know if he makes the team. He'll probably get a look, you know, and and then ultimately wind up in Henderson, which is fine. But they should definitely take a look at him. And and let play him with Stone and Patch already for a period against L.A. or or Colorado. See how he does. Even if it means he goes up against McKinnon when they play the Abs, you know, next week. Let's see how the kid does. Throw him in the deep end of the pool, right, Brian? Here, What's the harm? At, at worst, he gets you know he gets drubbed. All right, it's not going to kill his confidence. You know, Nathan McKinnon makes a lot of guys look bad. Here's the deal for Yanmark with me. This team needs by the way, scoring. It, by he the doesn't way, finish. By the he, way, I love his game. I love Yanmark. He doesn't finish. If you, if they find a score, then you move on from. Well, Yanmark. if he did finish, Dallas probably wouldn't have Correct. Been to go in the first place. Correct. Mm, it had Chicago. You know, saw it, they would have kept him probably. You're you're absolutely right. So, so you know, so look, he's got his warts. So. No, no, he just it. he doesn't score. I, I love everything else about if him, but got they've got guys too many guys. Line, if, if you have him and Dadanov playing together, Dadanov rediscovers his scoring touch late. He's out of Florida. You can live without Yanmark okay. consistently scoring. Okay. But you, you'd like to get 15, 16, 17 goals out of him, wouldn't you? By Isn't, the way. Is that unrealistic um, with Yanmark, Brian? No, no. You don't that would he, be good production for a third-line winger. No, no, it would be. I don't know if he's there. He feels more like a ten goal scorer to me. Eh, oh no, 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 he's more than time, fifteen. ish fifteen. To okay, 15. we'll see. I'm just saying. He's you know, got, well, it depends who he's playing with. Yeah. I, all, all I, I know mean, is I see, I see him Nolan at the goal not being able to finish time and again. By the way, they gave up a second and a third for him. Free Emily. Yeah. Wow. A second and a third. Hmm. And they flopped fifths. It was a three-team team of San Jose. Retained some of the dough, or right. took some of the dough on. But anyway, Mike's on the line on Vegas Hockey Hotline. Hi, Mike. Hey there, guys. Uh, obviously, tomorrow is huge for many of us who get to attend practice for the first time in a year and oh, a oh, half. Oh, practice that's is open, by the way, yeah. yeah wear a mask. Fans. Yeah, that, that's like Christmas in September. Is for the a dog going to wear a mask? No, well, yes, actually, we're going to take some photos with the mask. <laughs> we're going to take it off of her because I don't think she likes it much. None of us like it, but we're willing to do it. 
so, but thanks for asking. But we'll be there front and center as soon as we can uh, when it opens tomorrow. The, uh, the question for Steve Carp is uh, Sinbin dropped a new podcast this morning. Did you hear it? I did not. What did it say? Well, I hope I didn't Ken get Belke, Well, not, not. I haven't heard the whole thing yet, so stand by. Uh, <laughs> but I got to listen to the last half hour. But Ken Belke was effusive in his praise for the two Zacks that went down there, Zach Dean and Zach Hayes. Right. He said that Zach Hayes, and I, I, I hope I heard this right, is NHL ready right now. Has anybody ever mentioned Zach Hayes? It's the first time I've heard him mentioned in that vein. Uh, I watched him play all three games on my computer uh, in Arizona. I thought he played very well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to make this team, Mike, on the blue line. They, they've, they're all set there. All right? And so if you're oh, looking did, for yeah, a swing say... guy, that seventh guy, you know, you, you're talking Coughlin, you're talking Korzak who are probably a little bit ahead of of Zach Hayes. That being said, that's why you play these seven preseason games, to see how he does against other NHL uh, teams in in competition of this level. So I wouldn't discount it, but at the same time, I think he's realistic, and I'm talking about Zach Hayes, and knowing Mm -hmm. what the competition's going to be like. Same for for Jack Dugan, who who played very well, and, and debilitory played very well. I mean, they had some guys who, who showed up there and did a very nice job. I thought I thought Zach Dean played very well, especially in the first game against the Coyotes. So, yeah, they're going to look at these guys, but, you know, in the end, realistically, there's just not a whole lot of spots to make this team. There's next to none. Well... You know, that's another way of putting it. That's the bottom line. You know, yeah, that's and, another way of putting it. Well, it's real. And you know, the other thing you do with these guys, you keep develop, developing them, and you want to get an infusion of youth. But these are also assets that you want these kids looking good, and somebody else sees them. And you know, believe me, picks matter. You yeah. never know where someone's going to a stud's going to come from. Sure. You know. All right, and Mike. He also he also had. Strangely enough, he said, "Is it possible that Carrier could go down to Henderson for a bit, and no. someone else gets a chance?" I don't think no, so. absolutely not. Carrier's yeah. no going to well, have to get hurt to be out no of the lineup. No way. No. I, I didn't and, think that was well, realistic. Carrier no, would be gone. He'd be gone in three seconds. Well, yeah, that's what you, I thought. They, I, they, I, they, I don't know. I don't know where that come from. Carrier would be claimed in five seconds. Well, I can say, listen to the Sin Ben podcast, see what you guys think. Uh, I think Harry Hayes on the roster, and he's not going to uh, Henderson, I will tell you that. All right, Mike, thanks for calling, buddy. Um, (laughs) I mean, they they weren't going to expose goals out of waivers last year. They're not exposing Harry That's not in the cards. All right, around the league. Oh, man. Well, the this? big one was in Minnesota. Kirill the Thrill. That's a good deal. Uh, I mean, I well, well, here's why it's a good deal. Hold on. Here's why it's a good well, deal. Well, they both win. They both win. Yeah. Right, he, gets he, his, didn't, he didn't want – he wanted to get the free agency. They won, and he wanted 10. 
they gave him nine, and he gets five years. So he got, it's win-win. Garen got the term. Kirill got the cake. And there's nothing wrong with it. Win-win. If they both say we won or we're happy with it, then you run with it and you move forward. What you about know? Brady Kachuk, though, in Ottawa? How can the kid not get this thing done with this kid? Now, I know his dad held out when he played the league. His brother held out in Calgary. Well, what's he asking? Why, why, why are they having problems getting this guy re-signed? They need him, all right? They're, they're, they're building the right way in Ottawa. Yes, they Steve. Are. Yeah, you, you can need somebody, but that doesn't mean you overpay because you need him. I understand. But they should have been able to work this thing out by now. They've had the whole summer... Remember, they didn't make the playoffs. All these guys are playing a hand of poker. I felt I, I get all that. They're all sitting there. I understand like it. Darlene, um, well, he Darlene, got his today. Well, yeah, but the thing is, the other guys had maybe more of a leg to stand on. And Darlene was waiting, hoping the Hughes thing and Kachuk and those guys would go. That's a reasonable deal for him. He's not even. He's, he's been really good. Six is a little juicy, but they got to get to the floor, and he's a number one overall pick. And he took off under the coach at the end of last year, and they're saying the coach held him back. I think that's a really good deal. Which think, coach? Ralph. Ralph held him. Kruger, Kruger Ralph, destroyed Ralph, him. That's what I mean. And Granado, in the last 20 games, the kid looked like the first pick of the draft. That's what I'm saying. So I, he, he gets $6 million for three years. That's a decent deal. Hughes is going to get more, and the Kachuk kid's going to get more. But I, I mean, but how much more though? Well, I'm trying to stupid computer. Now, actually, it's operator error. I'm, <laughs> and he talks about me and Norad. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're real bad though. I mean, you know, you're you know, I'm I'm ordinary. You're I, horrific. I, All right, Kachuk seven. Well, come on now. Look at no! Look at this. Fifty-six games, seventeen goals, nineteen assists, right, thirty-six points in fifty-six games. I got news for you: the Stutzler kid is the kid. That's the, their, their he's star. The, he's the guy that's going to be sitting on an eight nine million dollar thing. If his Kachuk is a real nice, nasty player, leader, get on board and follow me, and that's worth a couple of million. But 36 points in 56 games. If this kid thinks he's a $9, $10 million player, he's flat out dreaming. Yeah. And Now, I can understand him thinking that if Darnell Nurse is getting $9.5 million. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? So you're yeah. saying, why can't they get it done? I'm sure his camp is probably looking for $9 million. And this kid is a good player. He's a great he player. He's not a $9 million not, guy. And, yeah, you're in Ottawa – and you're doing all you can to keep guys that want to be there and face of the franchise. That's well, worth a little. You're trying to turn the thing around. To but, get you, it I, I, the right way. but I get it. But if there's, a, okay, I'm just saying, if they're offering him six, say they're offering him seven, seven and a half, okay, and he's balking at that. How is it? Why can't they get it done? Then he's being unreasonable. Who was, I don't know what they're offering. What was, what was his entry level deal? Was it the usual nine twenty five stuff? Oh no, I'm sure it would have been, it would have been a max entry level, wouldn't it? You would think. Yeah. All right. So he can't jump from that to nine million. That's just not. Well, Kaprizov did. I think that's a kind of a unique situation. Wouldn't you agree? 
Yeah, but you're but you're not necessarily year. But you're not necessarily yeah, but you're not, not necessarily wrong. You're sitting there saying Kachuk's the face of the franchise. Well, I'm saying he's a, an important part of what they're trying to do in Ottawa. All right, I think you're right about Stutzel. I think he's really going to be the guy. All right, and the Senators have really drafted well these last couple of drafts. All right, I I just think. It, if I'm a Senators fan, I'm more mad at the player than I am at the organization, which is a real switch from what we've been dealing with the last few years in Canada. You're just starting with a wacky owner, okay? And, and your poor Pierre Dorian, he's had his foot on a banana peel for God knows how long, right? This thing could end up getting so, done tomorrow. Because the, the way you feel right now about this deal, that's how I felt about Minnesota and Kaprizov. I'm and, and, and they got it done. The Senators can't get this Kachuk thing done and get him in the camp and get him on the ice. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, well, I understand completely where, where Brady Kachuk and his family are coming from. Right? But I also understand the Ottawa side of it. Hey, but it, it, it ain't like they ain't done right by him. No. In 2018, he made 3.4. Okay. 2019, 3.4. I mean, the AAV, three-year deal. All right, so he did all right. He made, he did made $10 million before this. Well, you got to also remember this, all right? That team, that franchise has been one of the worst in the league. Well, you, Eugene Melnick. Okay. <laughs> you know. So you're asking Brady Kachuk to, you know, lift up an entire boat, if you will. Okay. Not happening. Uh, part of part of what you're saying, and I get it. I mean, listen, I'm sitting here. I've turned the page, but I want an army. I'm sitting here devastated that the Eichel thing is gonna. He's going somewhere else. I mean, I'm gutted. I mean, I thought you know whatever, but okay. So if it is what it is, I, I want an army of guys back. I mean, if he's coming to Vegas, I want Krebs, Korzak. I mean, I want an army. Yeah. I want you can shake your head at it all you want. No, no, no. no, no I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I, I don't think they're going to be involved at this point. That's fine, but I, I'm just I saying. Say but, but yes. here, but here's the point. Here's, you want what they want. There are guys who want to be there, and we're talking about Ottawa, right? In the not too distant past, they lost Eric Carlson and Mark Stone. Right. So. Keeping your stars there is a thing. It is. I mean, they're also trying to get a new arena downtown, which they've been trying to do for, you know, 10 years, because they realized when they built the arena in Kanata, it was a huge mistake. I mean, Melnick got the land for virtually zilch and this and that, but to ask your fan base have to travel 30, 40 minutes to get to the arena... It's not a feasible. It's a lot like the Arizona situation. But the the, the and believe me, but there are least, teams that will do this. You get backed into a corner yeah. where we can't lose the we can't lose a guy, and then you start overpaying. Right. And you're saying you're building in the right way, and you got all these young kids. Well, you, you overpay one of them, then you start overpaying to, and all of a sudden, oh, then you're a cap hell for cap the cap years. problem, right? Yeah. You know, so. There's a way to do business. I mean, I think that at some point it will get done. You'd like to think it will. I'm just it, saying, I will I tell you this, though. Brady Kachuk was that I'm a little surprised that it didn't get done by now. That's all. I told him, I told him two weeks ago when 
Watt signed his contract with Pittsburgh. I said, you watch this guy pull a hamstring. Guys that hold out and come in, right? Well, he didn't. He pulled the groin in week two. Right. Uh, right. So what they don't want is Kachuk holding out, then coming in and getting hurt. Because right. guys that hold out always get hurt. I don't know why that is. I mean, I have an idea why it is. But it always happens. Yeah. You don't want holdouts. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing what's, you know, what's happening in Vegas. There are no such issues. Everybody's in the fold. Everyone other than Tuck is healthy. And so when they hit the ice tomorrow, they're off and running, okay? And then we'll just have to see how things play out over the, the seven preseason games with all these guys. But, you know, for Ottawa, it's it's going to be tough. You know, Kachuk is a main piece. Buffalo with Eichel. I mean, where where do things stand there? I know I'm it's waiting. physical. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm assuming he flunked it. So, you know, kind of the ball's really in Kevin Adams' court. Yeah, well, you let him have the surgery now. I'm, I'm encouraged. Uh, you're you're not the first guy to tell me the the forwards looked uh, pretty good in in down there in the rookies. The, the, I've I've been concerned a long time about forward depth with this organization. So, just, so, sounds like it's trending in the right direction. Yeah, you know their their problem with the with the prospects in Arizona was one they couldn't stay out of the box. They had rash of penalties in the first two games against uh, the Coyotes and, and the, the Sharks. Did a little better job against the Kings, and subsequently they won. And they also didn't play Krebs and Dugan against San Jose. So Manny was looking at some other guys and everything. But uh, overall, I like the way they competed. You know, Tim Speltz is the new GM for the Henderson uh, Silver Knights. He was down there with, I believe Kelly was there. I heard everybody was there. Yeah, George, everybody from you know, every well, organization the whole, was there. Right, the whole organization's there watching. And I think he got a good feel for what Manning does as a coach, his assistants do on the bench, and certainly the players. So I thought overall it was a productive four days for the prospects heading into uh, training camp. Good. So. Again, I, I've always felt good about the back end in this organization, so I'm, I'm not very concerned there. I was concerned with forward depth, and it, it well, sounds like. I, I think I think you're seeing it kind of developing. Could. To could. where they, they've got guys that they could call up and feel good about competing, you know. Remember, the first year it was like a Tomas Hika or a right. uh, – um, the ju- the journeyman whose name I'm blanking yeah, on. Yeah, Zekoff and you know guys like that. They call him up for the Wolves. They bring him on the plane. They bring him back. You know, obviously Shippy. You know that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I, I wrote this the other day in, in Vegas Hockey Now about Dadanov. Mm-hmm. All right, they've had a tough time with Russian players so far mm-hmm. in the short run of this franchise yeah, right, right. for various reasons. Yeah. Okay, Gusev never even saw the ice. You know, that will be a Stone and Brian skate forever, you know, because he could have maybe helped them against San Jose, and Gallant wouldn't play him. And, you know, we all know Shippy's story and, and Zikov's story, all right? Mm-hmm. Dadnov, he couldn't be with his family last year because of COVID. Right. He was stuck in Canada. They were stuck in Florida. Now they're all together in Vegas. You watch how this guy performs. He's also older. He's been in the States 
six, seven years now when he was with the Panthers. I expect him to play really well for them. And maybe this is finally the Russian guy that makes it work in Vegas. Okay. I think well, the Knights you, have also learned some lessons from there. Are you going under their do theory? Well, no, not do, but I'm just saying everything's lining up for him to succeed no, here. I, hey, everybody looks good in highlights. The guy looks good in highlights, and he looks like he filled the need. You know, he was draft the best player, fill the need. I think they filled the need, and let's see if the kid bounces back and has more of you know, what he did I in think Florida, he, he does. I, I do, too. I I mean, there's no reason to think he won. I'm sure they did their due diligence on that. Mm-hmm. How about this one? This is too bad. Ken Holland says Alex Stalock uh, is unlikely to play because he has a COVID-related heart dis- condition. Oh. Ouch. You know, th- uh, this thing is going to be a thing, man. It is, and that's why I'll go back to what I said at the top of the show. Somebody's going to ask McCrimmon about this team's vaccination rate. And we'll see what he says. I, I but like I, again, think, I'm telling you that's fine. Look, but I'm you telling you, it, if you test positive after you've had the vaccine, Brian, your chances of getting I understand. You're not, you're not, I, I watch the news, Steve. Right, I, so I, I, I understand. I understand all what's this. the issue then? Look, the, I'm telling you that throughout the course of the year, even guys that get it are going to have breakthrough cases, and you're going to be dealing with this. Yes. That's all I'm saying. I understand. This Better is than not, having a whole league not vaccinated. I get it. I'm. I'm just. I, it's no matter what. It's kind of, we're, what we're seeing. It's the Antonio Brown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got a game coming up Sunday, and it's a coin flip whether the guy's going to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That you know, and a hockey guy. Okay, he could miss three games. Yeah. This right. is going to happen all year. And that's football, all. That's all I'm saying. One day a week. You know, yeah, you're yeah. only playing a game once a week. Hockey playing three or four times. Well, they're still with travel. With- MLB is so, dealing with it right now. Yeah. You're going to have guys with yeah. COVID on playoff it's teams. A, it's a thing. It's going to remain a thing until this thing runs its course or they, they finally you know get a handle on it worldwide. Hey, the show's run its course. So Vegas hockey now, you, 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 what, what's the deal? It's not all. I mean, there's stuff that's in there, but some of it's subscription-based. Yes. And we're running a special deal, a full year, $20.18. Instead of uh, the usual $40, so it's 50% off. Uh, you go to VegasHockeyNow.com, click on subscribe. The deal's for a limited time only. We'd love to have you come on board. And, and if you're following me on Twitter, follow me at, at VegasHockeyNow. Vegas What's with the 18 cents? It's, Dan thought it'd be kind of clever <laughs> to have 2018 the year they played for the Cup. They're okay. inaugural years, so there you go. So I figured I thought that there was a 2018 tentacle to it. Content good, every day. It's a fair fresh, question. Yeah, fresh content every day up on the site, <laughs> and uh, so far so good. We're getting a, a very positive response. Are you using big words? Looking forward to uh, seeing everybody out the rink this afternoon, and there you go. See you guys tomorrow. Nobody's gonna be there this afternoon. Yep. They're gonna be there tomorrow. What's the deal with two practices? And scrimmaging at the same time on separate rink. What's that all about? Probably for the guys who probably will not make the team, they get to work out. It's like an extended... No, I bet you it's a mix and match of guys. I bet you there would be a hodgepodge. I don't know. They, they did it before they went to the bubble in Edmonton, if you recall. Yeah. A couple of years ago. No, I know. Same thing. You uh, you couldn't see some I don't know. of the you want to evaluate a scrimmage, and you, you can only watch one of them. Well... 
You got to put a good word with George, I guess, or Kelly. Oh, I'm just asking. I mean, there's a reason. I know they got video cameras that can, yeah. can do whatever they got to do. Yeah. Well, I'll be I'll be in the rink where they allow the media. You got your morning. you got your winter. My my big issue is finding a parking spot because they're letting fans in. Right. So getting a parking spot at City National might be tricky. May have to get there earlier than. It's a big parking lot. Not was anymore. It's not. What do you mean it's not? There's an office building adjacent to the. Oh, rink. and people are using that. And and they uh. have assigned parking to that office building. Ah. Hey, I tried to. Been I, out there to hey, I tried to. Go, I tried to go. I couldn't get a parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you'd have to test negative to get in since you're not vaccinated. There you go. So another reason you Vegas not want Hockey to go. Hotline AM fourteen hundred KSHP and TC's coming up next.